Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super duper welcome to you. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. My voice is a little bit, a little bit today, and I wasn't singing Janice Joplin Benny just for you, uh, just uh, for your edification. Uh, hello, Mr. Benny. How Hi. you be? And hello, hello, Brian. Good to have you guys here today. Uh, yeah, that's because I did a show this morning with my buddy Steve Maraboli, who wants to say hi to Benny. Steve says, "How's that, Benny?" Ah, Stevie. How's that, Benny? Is Benny taking good care of the boys? Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, they're like 16 months old now. <laughs> he said, no. Yeah. I said, they are. I said, I think they like even walk. I yeah, think they, they are. walk now. They're definitely both walking. Yeah. He said, you know, let's make sure that Benny takes, <laughs> make sure that Benny takes care of those boys. He's got the eyes on you, Benny. Uh, Steve's got the eyes on he you. He keeps track of me from time he does. to time. He does. He's he, cool. He's allowed. He's a cool guy. But, you know, when he and I do a show together, it's like, oh, my gosh. We are like, I don't know, so fired up. Today we were talking about relationships, all sorts of relationships, long-term relationships. And we're going to continue in that vein. Um, you know, part of the relationships we did mention today, the relationships that we have with our families. Oh, they seem like they are the tough ones. They are the tough ones. Why is it we get into such a little snit with our family members? Did you like that word snit? Did you get that? That's a technical lin- term. That's a Linda term. It's a technical term. We get into such a little whatever. Yeah, snit's good. Uh, with them. And, uh, uh, and we just don't know how to make up. We kind of sweat stuff that we shouldn't be paying a whole lot of attention to. So today, we're going to talk about that. You know, one of the first cool books that I ever got my little hands on, and I do have little hands, too, too little actually to play the cello. That's what I was taught, told. So I had to play the viola. Uh, but uh, first books I, I ever got my hands on was, um, was a very interesting book. You know, there's a whole series, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Love that. Don't sweat the small stuff. And, you know, what does that mean? Well, you're going to hear about it today because, you know, my friend and colleague joining me here on the show is the author of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Moms. Yeah, right here. Moms, are you listening? So, Benny, this would be for you, too, to pass on. Got it. Okay. So, uh, Benny's not a mom, but just for him to pass on. I'm a stay-at-home mom in the afternoons, You you kind of are. I'm Mr. Mom. Thank you. Are, yes, are you okay? I am Mr. Mom. Yes. Do, okay. Do you like wear a little apron too? Mr. Mom I had may. an apron. I may. I bet you do. I will leave that up How to the imagination cute. of that our is listeners. Very cute. But you, Brian you, shaking his head. He's got that visual and he can't get it out. Do you, now. I can't get it out either, Brian. It's like, <laughs> uh oh. It's hot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 
I can see you doing that, though, dude. Thank you. Uh, you know, like I ever since you wore the coconuts in, it, I've never had. Oh, it's same. been a long time since I wore those. But I have to tell you, it's one of those images that sort of changes the the you know, the landscape. Yes, <sighs> it is. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It's all me. Oh, Brian, you missed that. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, he says. Yeah, that would be like the day that I wore the chaps. So listen, everybody. This is what the show is about. I love this show. Don't sweat the small child. I actually love the show. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. You know, Christine's going to be joining us in a minute. You know, bottom line is she has three bestsellers. Three, three bestsellers. Uno, dos, tres. Got that? Three. Uh, an hour to live, an hour to love. The true story of the best uh, gift ever given. Don't sweat the small stuff in love. Don't sweat the small stuff for women. And now we got don't sweat the small stuff for moms. But here's the deal. Sweating the small stuff is really sweat. It really is. I mean, imagine yourself just inside having this giant sweat gland that is sweating all over your body. Getting into your cells, making you like crazy. So you go from that kind, loving mom to the ballistic mom. How does that happen? All of us have had that experience. My mom, that happened to my mom. She should have had this book, but, you know, she did a pretty good job. Look at me. Here I am. Well, then again, she should have had the book. So Christine's joining us here today, but I have one announcement, actually two announcements I'd like to make, and then we're going to just kick it up. Uh, The first announcement is we got a lot of uh, emails from those of you out there. Um, that missed the first part of the show yesterday when I was talking about why I do what I do, you know, why it's important, why I've said yes to um, to this life, to doing this show. You know, what is it that, um, you know, has been so important? Um, so here's where we are. That clip of the show, um, we're pulling out that first part of the show of why I shared a renewed um, sense of commitment to taking a powerful message out into the world through guests, people like my guest today. So we're going to pull that clip out and we're going to put it in the newsletter, also going to post um, the link for the clip on Facebook. Um, And so thank you for asking for that. I really appreciate it. The second thing that I that I want to say is just for clarification for folks, you know, we bring on a lot of doctors from all over the world, whether they're natural doctors or MDs or chiropractors. And um, we have a great arsenal of people that practice in the state of Washington, where uh, the Dr. Pat show is also live and also on the East Coast, where WBLQ and transformation is live. So that would be in the Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts area. So sometimes you'll hear naturopaths or other folks come on the show that are not from here. So I just want to clarify for people, in order to, you know, specifically practice in any given state, you have to have a license in that state. So what I want to say is the folks that join us from around the world, like Dr. Oz, uh, you know, when Dr. Oz comes on at the end of the show, we know he doesn't live in the state of Washington, but he comes on, he gives tips and, uh, you know, there are people that do consulting from all over the world. So I just want to be really clear about that so that you folks know that we bring people in from all over the world, all over the world, and we bring them in for different perspectives, but you must call the doctor in the state that you live in 
to actually go see them and get services. So I want to be really clear about that. Uh, you might want to email them or call them for just tips or consultations on their books because a lot of them have books. So that's something that I just wanted to mention to all of you. But let's jump into the topic. Don't sweat the small stuff for moms. Author Christine Carlson joining me here today. You know, what is it about uh, the small things, the small things that get into, uh, you know, they, they just put a burr under our saddle. Christine, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Hey, Dr. Pat, it's great to be back with you again. I, I'll tell you, the small stuff, boy, doesn't that get in, it get us in trouble. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you, I mean, I remember you and I have done several interviews and you know, I know how difficult it was um, with the passing of your beloved husband. Yes. I have never forgotten that. And um, and the reason I've never forgotten it is because, like I said earlier, you know, his book was one of the first books that I picked up. And what do we want to call it in the human potential movement? Oh, yeah. He was probably one of the premier authors that started writing about happiness and positive psychology way back in 1987. So, right. Right. Yeah. So we got to watch Flashdance and read that book at the, you know, kind of in the same decade or something. (laughs) But here you are. You've continued this beautifully. What has this been like for you? What has this been like? It's like the torch has been passed. Yeah. You know, um, interestingly, Richard was so wise and he always kept me in the loop of everything he did from, you know, from his career. In fact, when he was studying what he called psychology of mind, which was a form of positive psychology. Um, I would often go to the seminars and retreats with him just because it was so great for our relationship because we were both seekers and we both wanted to seek to understand better communication and how to live happy lives. And so I did that with him. And then he was really, really wise to bring me into the series. Um, About the third book in, we wrote Don't Sweat the Small Stuff in Love. And he, you know, Richard was one of the first branding authors, very successful branding authors, along with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And Martha Stewart was branding herself at that time. And, you know, branding had just started, really, at at that kind of corner of of time period in in our history in so many ways. And, you know, and then I um, accepted his offer to write Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, but very reticently. I, I wasn't really sure I had that in me, you know, yeah. to write a whole book myself, but I did. And then at that point, I kind of discovered I was a writer, you know, that he saw something in me that I hadn't seen in myself. And it was a great gift. And then I sort of put that book away and got back to being a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I, I kind of wrote a best-selling book that sold a million copies, and I literally just stuck it under and I never talked about it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was, but it wasn't, you know, we were very, people don't maybe realize this about us, but we were a very um, normal couple, even despite the mega success we had. We didn't have nannies running around. We didn't have, you know, we were like in the trenches with our kids like everyone else. We were soccer moms and dads. We were PTA parents. You know, we lived in a very grounded community with very grounded friends in the same house for 15 years. And, you know, and I, I, I just, you know, my life was really about, like, maintaining the center of my household for him, for our kids. And I knew my role, and I was, you know, I was very capable of working because I had a whole career before I had children. But 
I knew that, you know, my my job was to keep everybody really grounded and centered and make sure everybody had what they needed. You know, I, I always say, like, the mom is really the crystal in her family's clock. Whether you work or you stay at home or not, you know, that's what you are. I mean, you are the one that kind of, or the stay-at-home dad or whatever, you know, or both parents. But, you know, Richard was really involved in our household, and especially when he was home, he was always involved. But it was really me that kept the ship, you know, running and stuff. So it's been a really big challenge to answer your question, but not an overwhelming challenge. You know, I... I've sought the help that I've needed. You know, Steve Maraboli, who you're we speaking of earlier, he really helped me a lot the last couple of years as a business life coach. Um, I have a great assistant. I have, you know, I have a really good support team to run one of the most successful self-help brands still in the history of self-help. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Steve. Don't you love Steve? Oh my God! What a great, oh my gosh. what a great human we, being! We almost, like yeah. honestly, you just oh. want to bottle him up, package him, and, <laughs> and clone him around the world. Uh, absolutely! I mean, amazing, and and uh, you know, uh, he's helped us both. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is the number one small thing. Don't sweat the small things. What is the number one thing in her book? Don't sweat the small stuff for moms. Simple ways to stress less and enjoy your family more. Christine Carlson will be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Three, leave a good tip. I'm a blow all of my money and don't get two. I'm on the floor, floor. I love to dance. Don't Tune in to Guy Log Radio with Dr. Jeff on TransformationTalkRadio.com as the stories of the universe are revealed in this engaging and creative hit show. Mondays at 1 Pacific Time, 4 Eastern. Dr. Jeff fills the airwaves with Dialogue Radio, an epic conversation on self, society, and sustainability. Provocative, educational, transformative, and mythic, Dialogue Radio is the place where story seeds the imagination, heals the heart, and inspires personal, social, and planetary evolution. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Transform. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transform your life. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, Mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck. Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camino Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, the five hidden dangers lurking in your coffee cup, 
visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. What are we attracting in our life and relationships and why? And how can we let go of attracting and being attracted to things that may not serve us? Peter Kane has been facilitating deep relationship work for over 30 years. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is passionate about bringing aliveness into your life and relationships. Contact Peter Kane for counseling, coaching, or breathwork. Visit peterkane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. Uh, we've got right here in the house. It's going to be so much fun. Christine Carlson joining us here today. Uh, we're going to we're going to get, share a little bit from the book. We're going to hit the first chapter in a minute because I think it's kind of fabulous. Uh, but I want to say that we have a copy of the book to give away. Yes, we would love to give away a copy of the book to give away during this segment. One copy. Uh, the way to do that is just give us a shout. We'll take the first caller, 1-800-930-2819. That is our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. And don't forget, if you have got a question for Christine, uh, like about the mom thing and sweating the small stuff, just let Brian know, and we'll get your question on. But right now, we'd love to give away a copy of the book, one 800 930 one nine. All right, Christine. Let us tackle this first one. I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of chapters in here that are really cool, uh, but I think we should talk about the first one, and also to talk about it in the context of the, the you know how the landscape has changed around mothering. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've got a whole different world now. We're not just talking about uh, the female uh, partner of a heterosexual relationship anymore. Nope. Nope. We have a whole new definition, don't we? Yep. We All right. Do. All right, so let's share. This is for everybody, okay? Let's share what that first uh, that first point is. Yeah, there's um, <laughs> <laughs> the first chapter in the book is there's no such thing as a perfect mom. And what I mean by this is that you know so much. I think that American women are so bred um, to thinking that they have to be perfect in so many arenas and. It's just until you can make peace with the idea that life is just, it's all perfect as it is, but it's very imperfect. And you you don't hold yourself to this unattainable example of what perfection is in your mind. Then you can really start living, and then you can really start expressing yourself authentically as a mom. And that doesn't mean that you don't do your best job. It means that your best is good enough and that, and that you, you know, you take the pressure off yourself the pressure that often is the source of stress 
that keeps you from really enjoying your job as mom. And, um, you know, that's just like paramount is like bringing the joy back to the whole concept of parenting because it is such a daunting task to raise a family today. It's exhausting on so many levels. But to put so much pressure on yourself and beat yourself up every chance you get isn't a very good idea at all. And that's sort of what that whole chapter is about is letting mom, you know, off the hook in the sense of just for her to just say to herself, man, isn't that just a great load off to say I don't have to be a perfect mom? It is such a load off. Um, At the same time, have you found this uh, easy or hard to do? Because well, we're always uh, yeah. defining perfection. We are always. De- Let me give you a silly example. Silly example. Benny could relate to this probably. Okay. So old school and even currently now, there's a trend to use diapers. Not, you know, I mean real oh, co- yeah. cotton diapers. As a matter of fact, we have a fabulous diaper service here. You uh, mean cloth? Cloth. Okay. Thank you. Cloth diapers. Thank you, Benny. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest. A fabulous, you know, fabulous guy does does the diaper thing. He's great. Um, Kamisha just had her little baby uh, last weekend. And so we, we gifted her a couple of months of this service, right? The first time I ever changed a diaper. Okay, you ready? Just doing it the way that you see your mom do it, right? Just getting those corners exactly. <laughs> I, I know it's. We gotta laugh about this, but this, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know this is. Uh, you know being able to put that diaper on just right, right. And we agonize over that. And sometimes it takes, especially initially. And you know what I'm talking about. It could take any half hour. But after a while, you kind of get used to it, and you say. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was say, that's <laughs> pretty small stuff. <laughs> that's pretty small. But you know what I'm talking about. I mean, think yeah. about this. All of these first-time people, Benny, you know, there are things that happen. You know, how about, uh, I, I mean, you, you know, this is like for little children. How about the first time, you know, you're feeding the baby baby food? How about as they get older? How about how you run the family? How about how many laundry, uh, laundry, la- I mean, aren't How about are, keeping your house clean? Oh, that's like a big, that's, that's a lot of, I, I was just with my daughter over Christmas and she has two kids under the age of two and I was laughing because she she was like turning out to be OCD about her house and, well, and it was like we had Christmas morning and, and the toys came out and she had the tree out the back deck before an hour after presents. <laughs> I mean, it cracked me up. I looked at her, I'm like, oh my God, you need to read my book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Moms. <laughs> Well, I mean, but this is it, because we don't even know that we're in the perfection zone. No, it's so true. We really don't. I mean, there are many things that I've done where I have not even had a clue that I was in the perfection zone. It's so true, Pat. And and that's why, you know, I made this the first chapter, because the awareness of that perfection expectation and pressure you know, when you're under that much pressure, a lot of times, and, and because there is no perfect, you, that's the thing. There is no perfect. It's all perfect as it is. It's perfect when you give it your best shot, and it's not perfect. And and that's just the way everything is in life. But for us to constantly think that we could do better when we're doing our best, is it's like really, it's almost a self-defeating principle on so many levels. And 
so much of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series is about becoming kinder and gentler with yourself, more loving with yourself so that you can be more compassionate and loving to the people around you. But it begins with you. And, you know, most times you find moms who are holding themselves to that kind of pressure are also holding their kids to that kind of pressure. Then you got not only a mom who's under pressure, but you got a whole family that's under pressure. Mm. You know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, and let's talk about a couple of uh, uh, others. I, I want to talk about, you know, one of the other chapters that you call Empowered Mom. Right. Wow. I don't know how you could be a mom and not be empowered, but the way you talk about this in the book is very interesting. Can you share a little bit about that and what that means? Yeah, you know, I when I look at a mom, I want to say to her, look, you know, what really being empowered means is that, you know, you have all these resources out there. There's so much expert advice, but really your job is to really um, discern and decipher all of the advice that you get. And then look at it with your kids in mind, and you are the expert in your home, that a truly empowered mom knows that she's the one that has to follow her own instincts this what everyone else around her is saying because she's the only one that really has that kind of umbilical cord tie with her kids that is so strong and so clearly she is the mom, you know, and it's just owning that power of knowing that your instincts are always going to override what somebody else tells you. You know, I watched um, a girlfriend of mine, um, and this is the story I use in the book, I watched a girlfriend of mine receive the news that her son had um, autism when he was three years old. Uh-huh. And, you know, I watched this woman over a period of 15 years completely transform this child's life because she, there wasn't a lot of information about autism, but I'll tell you what, she was in the pioneer women who sat down and figured it all out, you know, and, and that's what a really, truly empowered mom will do. She has a problem. She's not going to, you know, she's going to deal with it. She's going to figure out what, what her kid needs. And, and it's going to be sometimes really a lot of research, a lot of trying research, but she's going to do that. Oh, wow. It, this is such an important conversation. We've given away um, one of the books. When we come back, um, well, you'll have an opportunity to get uh, a, another copy. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what the impact is. You know, how does sweating the small stuff, how does it have an impact on children? How does it? And do we kind of pass that trait on to our kids? Are we creating generations of small stuff sweaters? That should be a t-shirt. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Has been overthrown, and I'm not sleeping Oh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and she... Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Where's it going to be broadcast? 
You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Wednesday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern Time, and express and experience the infinite possibilities waiting in each and every moment as you listen to From the Heart with Elizabeth Cookson. Get ready for a packed hour of laughter, tears, and a soul full of emotions as Elizabeth raises your vibration and shifts your spirit. For more information about Elizabeth and to schedule a session, visit ElizabethCookson.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Imagine a chocolate so decadent that you'd never believe it could be good for you. Align your inner bliss with Mother Nature's magic. The power of cold-pressed cocoa by Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Shasai is everything you ever dreamed healthy should taste like. We combine unprocessed cocoa with acai and blueberry for an unbeatable high-oxidant powerhouse. Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Visit us at LifesaverChocolate.com or call 888-287-2011. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. of Richard D. Seward, we care about our clients. We offer important legal advice and services to help them grow their wealth and protect it. We manage the risks and help the financially distressed through the recovery process. We are committed and dedicated to helping people throughout Western Washington and beyond with our expertise in business, real estate, tax law, and debt relief. Find us at richardseward.com or call us at 360-876-6425. We care about you. Tune in each week on Wednesdays at 12 Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And Dr. Peggy will lead you through the maze of info on topics from allergies and antioxidants to zinc and xylitol and all points in between. Providing you with simple solutions to help you achieve optimal health for your mind, body, and spirit. Visit SimpleHealthNetwork.com to take your health back and get your copy of Dr. Peggy's amazing cookbook, OMG, That's Allergy Free. 
American Idol. I can't. Christine, you have to save me from this conversation. Christine Carlson joining me here today. <laughs> Don't sweat the small stuff for moms. Uh, that's the book. Uh, before we get cranking up again here, because we're going to, uh, what I want to, it's not even a word, cranking up again. What I would like to, to do is, uh, yeah, we have another book to give away. Yes, we do. I'm looking. Wait. Yes, we do. I would love to give another copy of the book away. Don't sweat the small stuff for moms. Brian is so ready for you. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Just uh, give Brian your information. If you have a question, you can give your question to Brian as well. Or you know what? You can come on air and ask your question to the expert. That's not me. That's Christine Carlson. Christine, before we jump into this, uh, would you give out your website? Let people know how they can get their own copy. Oh, sure. Um, go to www.dontsweatmoms.com, and there's no apostrophe in that, just dontsweatmoms.com. All right. Let's talk about the impact that sweating the small stuff has on children. Uh, and, you know, what I would like to do is use some of the examples you have in the book, you know, to help with that conversation. Sure. Uh, for those of you, I, I just want to tell everybody a little bit about the book, and maybe we should do this. What I love about all of Christine's books, by the way, is you, you, you don't necessarily have to read them from beginning to end no. because I don't do that. What I do is I open to a page of them and then I find something. And, you know, like today I turn to the page, how much TV, Internet and video games are too much. I don't think I don't know. Does anybody even know the answer to that question? And then, you, you know, and then you go to another. So it's not about how old you are. So Christine has done like amazing, amazing. So let's talk about the impact that this book is having uh, or rather sweating the small stuff has on children and not just on children, but on children and parents. Because, I mean, doesn't this turn into like a spiral downward thing? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, really, honestly, what sweating the small stuff means is that you're really being reactive to life versus responsive to life. And what I mean by that is that when you're reactive to life, usually you're living out of habit and you're living um, at a pretty frenetic pace. Frenetic meaning like it's like life is like putting out fires. Um, It's an emergency. It's, you know, you're reacting to life. Being a responsive person to life is somebody who um, is moving along with a lot more presence. They're moving along with a lot more reflective quality to their life. They're noticing things and making choices instead of just, you know, reacting from habit, you know. And, And the thing is, as human beings, we are habitual creatures. We really are. And kids are habitual, too. So, of course, if mom or dad or both are flying off the handle and reacting and living life like an emergency, what do you think our kids learn to do? 
Well, they they learn to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And and which is also uh, echoed by our pop culture, right? Absolutely. And and I mean, look at me. I'm all like annoyed at American Idol. Really? That (laughs) when you say you should have a book, don't sweat the small stuff for reality TV watchers. Yeah. Well, reality TV is really it's it's pretty shallow. I mean, it's there's nothing really. I can't. I have never really seen a reality TV show that really offers much. Yeah. Well, you know, here's what I love. I love the talent of some of those shows. That's why I watch it. You know, I, I just, I'm a, I'm a little talent junkie. Yeah, you know? I like, I've always liked American Idol. American I mean, Idol, right. I, yeah, I don't watch because, some of these other things. Because American Idol is more like people are, are expressing their passion and, you know, they get to have this total platform to do it on, which is awesome. I mean, that's kind of different than I think of like all these housewife shows and stuff that are just. I just think they're, oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> look, at, look at you and Steve Maribel. You can't tell me you don't watch your Jersey Shore. Oh, I, I, <laughs> you know, I have seen Jersey Shore probably once, and it got me my stomach, like, I went into just, <laughs> why don't you send? Uh, why don't you send What's-Her-Face, Snooki, a copy of your book, because oh I think God. she's getting uh, ready yeah, to have a child. probably would have a field day with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but there's a strategy in the book about, you know, really, really helpful for moms and everyone, actually, and it's called Breathe Before You Speak. Oh. And really, it's just all about, you know, taking that moment, and it's just a moment to take three deep breaths and, you know, three really deep belly breaths, and really what that does is it just puts your brain in the right position. You're in your parasympathetic nervous system, and you are, you are responding versus reacting. So, for example, your, your teenager comes home from school, and you know, she's got a drama, and she's bringing this drama to your attention, and you start feeling your blood boil for whatever reasons, and you are starting to get that into that reactive mode. So when she's talking, rather than when you start feeling that happen, just start to take some really deep breaths and remind yourself that you're just going to breathe before you speak because it's amazing the different tone that will come out of your mouth when you do that. And the difference in your response will be incredible, too. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a couple of these others in the book, right? Uh, but there's one thing you say. Say, so be a mom. Don't be a friend. Right. Be a mom. Don't be a friend. I think this is the greatest challenge. Now, whether we're talking about the mom of the traditional sense, right, or like Benny, he says he's a stay-at-home mom with his two boys. Right. All right. So I could see how it might be extremely difficult if you are, like Benny, stay-at-home um, dad and you have two boys. I, I, don't, I don't know how people do this, Christine. I mean, how do people... You know, raise children. I mean, that was my downfall with my brother. Uh, you know, first of all, I was in a conflicting role because I wasn't his mom, but I was raising him. Right. On the other hand, it, you know, here we are siblings and siblings run into this all the time. You know, there's always a sibling that has to take care of the other kids. Right. It's kind of a strange role for siblings. We can do a show on that later. Well, yeah. And that that's a great example because oftentimes they don't, you know, they don't necessarily have the authority that, that they need to have to really do that effectively. And the reason why is because they're they're on too equal of a of a level because they are siblings. And what I mean by that is not to not be friendly with your kids, not to not pal around and have fun and play. And that's not what I mean by that. But 
when it comes down to, like, your kid thinking that you're their best friend or that you're their friend over being their mom, you know, that means that usually, you know, you're trying to be, you're trying to, you're trying to gain something from that relationship that you're missing. That's what I think. I mean, I think that kids have their own friends and moms should have their own friends. And, and that you need to really keep that authority um, figure in line and in a very authoritative way. But, you know, when, when push comes to shove and you've got teenagers, you know, toddlers and teens, you, you need to have some really strong boundaries that you need to have the ability to look at your kids and they need to look at their mom and say, she means business right now. Right. I, there's an example that, that I, I was just alluding to something earlier, okay, but I want to get back to it. One of the things where we talked about television, Internet, and video and all that. I mentioned that's one of the things in your book. Right. I saw uh, a, a commercial. I think it was a commercial. I don't understand. Uh, I think it was a commercial. I'm not sure when I saw it, though. It, you, you know, it was about... The dad and and the kids playing the video thing on the TV. I think it was like one of these commercials for like Comcast or somebody. I, I'm not sure. But here they are. They're like doing the whole family thing. Everybody's got their laptop, right? Going <laughs> right yet. Do you see them? It's like everybody's got their laptop and they're working. Uh-huh. And I don't even know. One kid's doing it in one room. and the other. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen that little commercial? Uh, I haven't, but that's just the world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's uh, Wow. Now, here's the question. Do you consider that the new paradigm of family time? I hope not. I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm hoping that families take a really strong look at that and and really reclaim their family time because I don't think that that is. I think, you know, all too often, you know, you're out to dinner and you see a couple even and they're like on their cell phones oh. texting other people while oh. they're sitting there. I mean, I I just think that we're living in an age where it really takes a lot of checks and balances at home. And it takes a lot of personal checks and balances to put your phone away, get offline. You know, I, I do believe that at some point families and parents and kids are going to come back to some sort of structure with, you know, with all of this because there there is it's way out of control right now. And it was out of control in my house. I mean, my kids were always texting when they were out with their grandparents or wherever. You know, we were always like, put your phone away! <laughs> you know, you can have a conversation with the people you're with. <laughs> so here's what I want to I, I talk about. How do we know, right, you're the, you're the queen now of small stuff. Did you know that? No, really, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, I really don't sweat the small stuff. That's the crazy thing. I, I really know, don't. No, I know you don't. <laughs> I mean, anybody that's gone through what you've gone through, no, yeah. I can't imagine that they do. No, and if you saw my laundry room, you'd really know I don't Uh-oh. sweat the small stuff. And I don't even have, I don't barely have any small kids at home. It's my laundry. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I can't what? even keep up on my own laundry. That's what I think. You know what? That's what I think is really sort of the, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, game changer. Yeah. When we have somebody that we have to take care of, right, and we know we're going to have company and stuff, it seems like we're a little bit better at, you know, I don't know picking up things or yeah, whatever. Yeah. If you were to see my dining room table, like right now. <laughs> It, and I actually have people coming into my place. So you actually see my dining room table. It, it, it's it's not that it's not that I was just given some some very special dishes. And you know what? 
I have not found the time. They're just sitting there. Them, <laughs> so, okay, would you consider that small stuff or bigger stuff? Yeah, I, I consider that small stuff. And, and isn't that one of the great pleasures of living on your own? You know, you don't, you don't, you can throw your clothes down on the bathroom floor and there's nobody that you have to keep them picked up for except for you, you know? I mean, and I, it's certainly the first time in my life that I've experienced that. I've always, you know, had my house full and had a spouse for you know 21 yeah. years and yeah it's the first time in my life I've experienced that but you know I I do I do realize that it's you know having order in your house when your kids are growing is really it is important but mm-hmm. not the most important thing like they often say that I've heard this said that um you know the happiest house are the ones that have dirty floors and a full laundry basket you know because those parents are really prioritizing yeah you know what 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 really means something to them? What kind of experiences do you want to have with your kids? What kind of memories do you want them to have? You know, this is this is your chance at life. You know, life does pass you by, and I am the first one to tell you that that it goes by so quickly. And you know, it, it, sometimes when you have small kids, I used to say when people looked at me and said that I'm like, really, are you promising me? That? <laughs> because it's a lot. You know, sometimes you just think, how can I get all this done? I mean, it's exhausting, but Truly, you know, this is your chance to really have some fun with your kids. Really take yeah. the time. Be yeah. present with them. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, here's what we're going to talk about when we come back. Very important. Very important. Part of this book, I, I can't even believe, Christine, you took this on. When we come back, we're going to be talking about body image. Yes, it's in this book for moms and children. Why is this so important? What is this thing called body image? And how do parents and children relate to that alike or not? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Gratitude, asks the heart. Tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds... I am that which strikes at your door and waits until you open it with grace. I am that which only wants to partner with you at any moment. I am that which wishes your expansion more than anything. Gratitude is on a mission to create a partnership between the hearts of all human beings. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this state of being every single day? Stimulate the energy of the essence of gratitude in your life while bathing in this wonderful and powerful vibration with our diamond combo and transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What would it feel like to let go of a painful story that causes suffering? Discover how love is greater and more powerful than fear, anger, doubt, worry, or grief. Superior to any story about your life that causes suffering, there is a story of love waiting for you. 
Can you imagine a story without judgment? A story of forgiveness? A story that releases I can't and proclaims I can. Imagine a story where you let go of what was and embrace what is and create what you want for the future. The first 25 audience members to contact Dana at DanaFrost.com and inquire about the Pay It Forward, Pay What You Can coaching promotion are invited to a one-hour power-packed coaching session or two 30-minute coaching sessions. You simply pay what you can afford to pay. In the subject line, please input Pay What You Can Coaching Inquiry. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. I'll carry you home tonight. We are young. So set the world on fire. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, go to drpatlive.com. Uh, for more information about Transformation Talk Radio, which is shows broadcasting across right now as well. Uh, go to transformationtalkradio.com. And if you want to check out who the sister station is, we, we do this, uh, I think Benny called it bi-coastal. You know, so on one end of the West Coast, we got the little Seattle thing going here with AM 1150 KKNW. We also have our CBS affiliate going on right now. Love our CBS affiliates. Uh, we have Empower Radio. We have uh, just a ton of people that pick up the show. We have now our Australia affiliates. And then we have Cross the uh, Prairie. I guess we, I should say we have WBLQ sitting right on the other side, right at the ocean over there, right on the Atlantic over there uh, in Westerly, Rhode Island. And so I want to thank everybody for picking up the show and popping it out there and doing such a great job. Uh, also, uh, Christine Carlson, uh, don't sweat the small stuff, moms. Christine, one more time, give out the website uh, for oh, yourself. Oh, yeah, thanks, Pat. It's www.dontsweatmoms.com, no apostrophe. Great. Are you ready for this topic? Oh, yeah. Seriously, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Healing your body image, loving your curves. Is this not almost at the top of the chart for a lot of families? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, having struggled through and recovered from an eating disorder as a teen, you know, really has made this one of my biggest issues in my life. And I was a model when I was young, and I, you know, I had that perfection thing, and, you know, I really, really learned so much about myself recovering from an eating disorder, and one of the things that I really had to learn was not only to renegotiate my emotional relationship to food, but was to really accept my body the way it is, which is really, I'm not a wasty kind of woman. I'm a curvy woman. I've got, you know, the small waist and the big hips and thighs, and, you know, that's just my body shape, and... As a woman, and almost 50 now, I have really learned that, you know, these curves are what make my body special. And, you know, it's just, it's a constant self-acceptance exploration, really. It's about 
really just, you know, when you when you have children, your body changes, and in some ways your body gets better if, if you allow it to, you know, but if you really realize that those are kind of hard kind of hard one not yeah. on, on your body, so to speak. I mean, yeah. it's, it's really all about self-acceptance, don't you think? I do, but I, I'll tell you, it is a confusion. I used to think that it was a simple issue. It's not. It's not. My sister, and I've said this before, my poor sister, um, you know, I watched my sister die on a hospital floor at about 450 pounds. Aww. And I know that uh, the eating had to do with emotions. As a matter of fact, the show that's coming up with Mary Jane Mack, we're going to be talking about emotions. Um, but, ne- but, but even then, though, we did not have sort of the pressure we have now. Yeah. You know, we didn't have... Uh, America's next top model or, uh, you know, some of these other things, right? And all these airbrushed images of people that Uh, aren't real. I mean, that's just completely annoying when you look at a magazine. Sometimes I look at even like just some of the stars like J-Lo or whoever, and you think, is that her or is that the airbrushed version of her? (laughs) Well, you don't know. I mean, I I love uh, like, uh, what's her name? Scarlett uh, Johansson, who was in that movie. uh, What the heck is that movie with the zoo? uh, My understanding, uh, you know, you watch the movie. She doesn't have a bit of makeup on. I love that. When, when, when they portray actors as real, it's awesome. You know, I, I don't look, we all do a little makeup here and there, but the body image thing, I, let's talk about this from a small, a, you know, a, a sweat the small stuff point of view. Is this small stuff? When does it not become small stuff anymore? No, it's not small stuff. I mean, it really isn't. It's, it's usually a big issue for somebody when it's their issue, you know, and I, I think that like anything, you know, if it's your issue, it's a journey of healing. You know, you got to really take a look at it. You know, you have to be have the courage to go inward and really um, and, and try and make peace with yourself about anything you're struggling with. And, you know, usually there's a lot of things out there. If you're having emotional eating, I mean, emotional freedom technique is one of the best things I've ever discovered as far as like helping somebody overcome emotional eating issues it's just tapping you know and that you can look that up online you know under eft emotional freedom technique yeah exactly yeah just things like that there's so much available now you know and really for our health i mean it's the best thing is to come to peace with with your body take good care you know be healthy don't like try and be thin because i love there was this t-shirt on facebook and it said the new um the new thin is fit you know and and i love that because it's true that, you know, being fit should be the goal. Being thin should not be the goal. But being fit and healthy, that should be everyone's goal. Because when your body's healthy, your mind has so much more of an opportunity to be healthy, too. All right. So here's what, here's what I want to ask you in the wrap-up of this. First of all, there's so much wisdom in your book, um, not just for moms and, you know, dads and so forth. It's just it's just beautiful. Oh, I mean, you. you know, you talk about health and grocery store and what to look for <laughs> and what not to look for, you know, and then keeping the lines of communication open. And this is where I want to go to wrap this up. Communication. Yeah. I, I had somebody on the show ask me. Well, actually, I was interviewed by someone and they asked me, what did I think about communication? I said, I think it's a lost art. Right. And and then, you know, we got into a little controversy. But I wanted to ask you, you are on a mission what would you say to the moms and the dads listening to this show that will help them move beyond the small stuff? 
Wow. Well, you know, the biggest thing that I could say um, would be when you talk about communication, help them move beyond the small stuff, I would say, you know, really become a world-class listener. That was what Richard called it, you know, become a world-class listener. That means really poising yourself to stop your thinking, to slow down, to really listen with your eyes wide open, to not finish people's sentences, even your children, to wait and respond to what they have to say because truly the best way you can build rapport with a child is is to not launch into a lecture but instead listen to them. Sometimes even ask their permission if, you know, if they're really wanting you to listen or they want your input. You know, ask for permission to give input before you give it. I mean, I, I think that's probably the number one thing that I could say that all people want and all children want is to be listened to and heard. You know, it's, it's probably the number one thing for all of us. It is. Wow. Thank you so much. You Thanks for joining so me here today. I love talking with you. I know. I always have a blast. And, you know, <laughs> we, only, we only really hit a couple of these. Uh, but it's so really good. You know, I think when we come back, we'll, do, we'll pick a couple of these and maybe do another show. We didn't even get to minimize your... Benny, here's a good one. Minimize your mama drama. <laughs> your mama drama. I'm already down there, so I don't. I, know, have, I, really I don't have much to worry about. Live and learn what I have to tell you. That was my girlfriend. <laughs> my girlfriends know exactly where that came from. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining me thank here you, today, Dr. Pat. What a uh, wonderful show! Oh, absolutely. Hey, everybody. The book is "Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Moms." Really is. It's good. And you know what? I'll tell you what. If you're a mom and you have this book, you need to get your hands on this before your children do. I'm telling you right now, because you're going to get some schooling. Well, thank you, Christine. Thank Christine you, Carlson. Dr. Pat. Awesome show. <laughs> have a great day. Hey, do you have a book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Children, for Kids? Um, Richard has Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Teens. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, it's a great book, actually. All right. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take a short break. You know, as I mentioned before, yeah, we are going to talk about emotions. With whom? Mary Jane Mack. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. 